You are listening to the Catholic Thinkers Podcast, a free treasury of instruction in the Catholic intellectual tradition. If you enjoy this lecture, please visit us at catholicthinkers.org forward slash donate. This course is from our International Catholic University Classics Collection, originally recorded between 1995 and 2005. In this final session, we want to conclude our analysis of the prologue of the Gospel of John in the Latin text. We left off at verse 2, John chapter 1, verse 2. Oh, and I promised to explain to you why the Apostle John has described the second person of the Trinity as the Word. I believe that the solution is found in the Old Testament where in Genesis chapter 1 God is described, God the Father is described as having created the universe through speech, by speaking. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and God said, let there be light. He spoke and the universe came into existence. Psalm 33 verse 3 or 4, might be verse 4, says, By the word of the Lord were the heavens created and the earth made. By the word of the Lord, the verbum dei. The gospel writer is explicitly alluding to these texts and attempting to describe the identity of Jesus Christ as, namely, the agent of creation, the instrument through whom God the Father created the universe. So you will notice many references to the creation in this entire prologue. Verse 2, Hoc errat in principio apud deum. This one was errat, that's the third singular from the imperfect of sum. This one was in the beginning with God. Apud deum apud takes the accusative. I believe hoc here is neuter. It's the demonstrative pronoun hic, hike, hoc. This is a neuter nominative singular and it refers to, it refers back to the word werbum. Werbum, werbe, neuter, word. So, the word was in the beginning with God, that is, with God the Father. Verse 3, Omnia per ipsum facta sunt, et sine ipso factum est nihil, quod factum est. Omnia means everything or all things. This is a third Declension adjective, it's neuter, nominative plural here. All things facta sunt. That is a perfect passive indicative from facio. Remember how to form the perfect passive indicative? You combine sum in the present, sum es est, sumus estis sunt, with the fourth principal part of the verb. All things have been made through him, per ipsum. 
Ipsum is the accusative, masculine, singular, demonstrative pronoun, ipse, ipsa, ipsum. This is ipse, the masculine form in the accusative singular. And again, here's that allusion to Genesis chapter 1 and to Psalm 33, where all things were created by the word of God or the speech of God. Et sine ipso factum est nihil. Nothing. Nihil is the subject of this clause. It's a neuter noun. Nothing has been made, factum est, apart from him. Sine ipso. Sine plus ablative. Or if you want to turn it around, and apart from him, nothing was made or has been made. Quod factum est. That, that's a relative clause. Which has been made. Quod is neuter. Which was made or which has been made. Verse 4. In ipso, vita errat, et vita errat lux hominum. In him, in ipso, in that one, there was life. Vita errat. Vita is nominative here. In him there was life, or in him life was. And at the life was the light of men. Hominum is a genitive plural from homo, hominis, masculine man or human being. Hominum, that's genitive plural. It's a third declension noun. Verse 5, and at looks and the light in tenebris lucet. The main verb is lucet, comes from luceo, lucere. It's a second conjugation verb. So this is simply the present tense here. And the light shines, lucet, in tenebris, in the darkness, in plus ablative. This is ablative plural from tenebrae, tenebrarum, feminine plural, darkness. This Latin noun only occurs in the plural. And the darkness, tenebrae, now it's the subject, nominative plural, and the darkness, the main verb of the second clause is comprehenderunt. That comes from comprehendo, comprehendere, a third conjugation verb, that errunt indicates third plural, perfect active indicative. And the darkness has not comprehended eam, it. That is a feminine pronoun, accusative singular. What does it refer back to? What is its antecedent? It must be feminine, whatever the antecedent is. And I believe that antecedent is looks, the light. Which again refers to Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Word of God. However, 
the nuance here is that the darkness did not comprehend it. There's almost a double entendre here, double meaning. The, the darkness did not understand the light, and it also did not grab it and, and succeed in extinguishing it. Verse 6. Fuit hamo misus adeo, cui nomen errat Johannes. Fuit, that's the third principal part from sum. Remember sum, esse, fui, futurum. Fui is the first singular perfect active, active indicative, I was. Fuit is the third singular. There was a man, misus, that is a perfect passive participle, that is to say, the fourth principal part of mito, to send. Mito, mitere, misi, with one s, misus, with two s's. There was a man, having been sent, perfect passive participle, having been sent Adeo. By the way, this refers to John the Baptist, the, the uh, precursor of Christ. There was a man, having been sent Adeo by God, A plus ablative, Kui, to whom, that's a dative pronoun from qui, quai, quod, to whom the name was John. That is, John the Baptist. The dative, the dative case can be used as a possessive case. And so, for example, you would say, if you wanted to tell your name to somebody in Latin, mihi nomen est dominus shek. My name is Mr. Shek. Um, so you could translate this, cui nomen erat Johannes, whose name was John. Johannes is the nominative form of the name John. Verse 7. Hic venit in testimonium, ut testimonium per hiberet de lumine, ut omnes crederent per ilum. Hic, or hic, he, or this one. Hic, hic, hoc. Can mean this one or can mean he. He came, wain it, is a perfect, although it could also be a present tense, third singular. I think here it's a perfect. He came in testimony, in plus accusative, ut, ut plus subjunctive. In order that, ut plus subjunctive means in order that. Now this subjunctive here is per hiberet. We have not learned that form in this course. That is an imperfect subjunctive. It's actually very easy to form. You simply add the active personal endings to the infinitive to form the imperfect subjunctive. The infinitive of this verb is per hibere. You add the active personal endings and you've got the imperfect subjunctive. Um, he came in testimony in order that he might bear testimony, 
De lumine, concerning the light. De plus ablative means concerning. Lumine is in the ablative case. The noun is lumen, luminous, neuter, light. Third declension. Ut, in order that, ut plus subjunctive means in order that, in order that all might believe through him. Crederent, that is another imperfect subjunctive, which we have not learned, but as I just mentioned, it's easy to form. It's simply the infinitive plus the active personal endings. In order that all might believe through him. That is, through John. John the Baptist's mission was to testify to the coming of Christ. Verse 8. Non erat ile lux. The subject is ile lux. Or actually, ile, I'm sorry. Ile is a subject. That one, that is John, was not known erat. And then looks is the predicate nominative. That one was not the light. Now we know that that's the, the proper way to read this because it cannot be that light was not. That doesn't work grammatically. Why? Because ele is masculine, looks is feminine. So, ele cannot be used here as an adjective modifying looks. It must be, one must be the subject and the other must be the predicate. Namely, ele is the subject, looks is the predicate. That one was not the light. That is, John the Baptist was not the light, said, but, ut plus subjunctive again, but, supply, he came, he came in order that he might testify, he might bear testimony, de lumine, concerning the light. So the author is emphasizing for his audience that John the Baptist was not the Messiah, the light of the world, and so forth. Verse 9. Errat lux vera quae illuminat omnem hominem veniens in mundum. The true light, this time we have an adjective that does modify looks. How do we know that? Because it agrees with looks in case, number, and gender. That's what you need for an adjective. The adjective is verus aum, true. The true light so true modifies light. Looks is looks lucas feminine. It's a feminine noun of the third declension. The true light, which quae, relative pronoun, qui quae quod, which enlightens, illuminat, that's the present active indicative from illumino, a first conjugation verb. The true light, which enlightens every man, omnem hominem, accusative direct object, was errat coming waniens into the world. This is a 
difficult construction, but I believe that I've read it correctly. Wainiens is a participle, a present participle, and it's nominative, masculine, singular. The true light which enlightens every man was coming into the world. Verse 10. In mundo errat, et mundus per ipsum factus est, et mundus eum non cognoit. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, mundus, the world, that's nominative, that's the subject, factus est is a perfect passive indicative from facio. The world was made or has been made through him, and the world known cognoit did not recognize him. Cognoit is a perfect active indicative third singular from cognosco, to know or to recognize. And then eum is the direct object. Verse 11. In propria venit et sui eum non recaperunt. The verb is venit. That's a perfect active indicative third singular. He came un into propria his own things. Neuter plural. He came into his own things. That is to say, he came into the world that he had created. Et and his own people. Sui. That refers to people, it's masculine. His own people did not receive him. Non re caperunt. Again, third plural, perfect active indicative from re cipio. So there's an interesting play on the word uh, one's own here. He came into his own things, but his own people did not receive him. Verse 12, but Autem means but or however, but as many as, quote, quote, as many as received him, akkeperunt, again, third plural perfect active indicative, as many as received him, he gave, deidit, from the verb do, dare, deidi, perfect active indicative third singular, he gave to them, eis, what, the direct object, potestatem, the power, fieri, to become the sons of God, filios dei, his, to those who, qui, believe in his name. Credunt is present tense now. Present active indicative third singular from credo, credere, to those who believe in his name. Verse 13, who, now this is where we have a very interesting textual variant, who, from that qui there, you have to go all the way down to nati sunt for your verb, who were born. The question is, is it a singular verb or a plural verb? Um, the plural form occurs in Greek manuscripts, but this singular form, natus est, is found testified to by Saint Irenaeus in his writing against heresies in the second century. 
It's an ancient reading, the one that's found in Irenaeus. It's older than all the Greek manuscripts. He reads a singular here. If it were singular, natos est, then it would refer to Jesus Christ is being described in verse 13. That is to say, Jesus Christ was born not of bloods, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of a man, but of God. This would be an explicit reference to the virgin birth of Christ in the Gospel of John, a very important textual variant that should not be neglected. X takes the ablative case, so sanguinibus is ablative plural, voluntate is ablative singular, uh, deo is ablative, and then um, carnis is genitive singular, wiri is genitive singular from wir, wiri, masculine man. Verse 14 is the verse upon which the Western calendar is based. We start counting our years from this verse. And the word was made flesh and dwelled among us. This refers to the incarnation of the Son of God. Incarnation means in flesh meant. Carro is the noun here for flesh. Carro carnis, masculine flesh. And the word was made flesh and dwelled among us. That is to say, through the Virgin Mary, the Son of God became a human being. He received his bodily substance from the Virgin Mary and dwelled among us. Habitawit is a perfect active indicative third singular from habito and dwelled among us and we have seen widimus first plural perfect active indicative from wideo and we have seen his glory the glory as of quasi as of and only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. Gratiae is genitive singular, as is veritatis. Verse 15. Johannes testimonium perhibet de ipso et clamat dicens. John, that's nominative, Bears testimony, per hibet is present active indicative. This is a second conjugation verb, per hibeo, per hibere. John bears testimony, de ipso, about him, or about that one, and shouts, clamat, third singular present active indicative from clamo, and shouts, or calls out, saying, Deacons, there is a present active participle, modifying John, saying, this one, or this was, hic errat, this, this was whom I said, Dixi, that's the third principal part from Dico, Dico, Dicere, Dixi, Dictum, to say, whom I have said, or I said, he who is going to come after me, there is a future active participle, when turus, he who is about to come, or going to come after me, was made before me, 
because he was prior to me. Apparently a reference to the pre-existence of Christ, which John somehow is alluding to here. Verse 16, And from his fullness, day plus ablative, so plenitudine is an ablative, and from his fullness we all have received, perfect tense, second or first person plural, ac capimus, even grace for grace, gratiam pro gratia. This is the direct object of ac capimus, so it's accusative. I believe it refers to, we have received the grace of the new covenant in exchange for the grace of the old covenant. Verse 17, since the law, quia, since the law, lex legis feminine law, was given, data est, that's a perfect passive indicative from the verb do, do dare dedi datum, since the law was given or has been given through Moses, pair plus accusative, Grace and truth have, have come or have been made, facta est, another perfect passive indicative, have been made through Jesus Christ. So notice again the contrast between the law of Moses and the grace of Jesus Christ. Verse 18, Deum ne- nemo vidit umquam. No one, that's the subject, has seen widit, third singular perfect active indicative from wideo. No one has seen God ever, umquam. Unigenitus Deus, the only begotten God. That is to say, Jesus Christ, the second person of the Trinity. The only begotten God who is in the bosom of the Father, he himself has explained him or has narrated him. Ipse e narrawit. The verb there is a third singular, perfect active indicative from e narro, a first conjugation verb. So I congratulate you on this introductory Latin course, and especially I congratulate you on having read through the prologue of the Gospel according to John. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed listening to Catholic Thinkers. Please visit us at catholicthinkers.org forward slash donate to help us keep this content free.